Presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogan Munavolin. It's Thursday. In today's show, what you need to know about today's Democracy Summit. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Former Representative Renee Elmers announced on Twitter Wednesday that she's running for Congress again in North Carolina's 4th District and sent the House GOP gossip mill into overdrive. Elmers, you'll recall, lost her primary in 2016 after allegations that she was having an affair with Kevin McCarthy. You might remember he lost his bid for speaker around that time in part due to the controversy. Both denied the allegations, and oddly enough, her foray back into politics comes as McCarthy is in his best position yet to get the job he's wanted for years. Yet the plot thickens. McCarthy met Wednesday with Bo Hines, a former football player and Trump loyalist who's currently running in another North Carolina district, but is considering switching to run against Elmers instead. It's unclear whether McCarthy would endorse in this race, but it's a safe bet that House Republicans will be watching this primary closely. Here's what you need to know about the two-day summit for democracy that begins today. Over 100 countries are participating. Building the list of invitees has been a fraught process run by Biden, Antony Blinken, and Jake Sullivan, who added a new NSC position, coordinator for democracy and human rights, filled by former journalist Shanti Kulathal. The list includes some of the most committed democracies, Finland and New Zealand, some questionable cases like Serbia, and some places where democracy is slipping, like Poland, the Philippines, and, well, the United States. On some difficult calls, like Brazil and India, large democracies that have seen several years of anti-democratic drift, Biden's team decided to be inclusive. But with other edge cases, like Hungary, they didn't invite at all. Holding a summit to defend, strengthen, and promote democracy wouldn't be necessary if all were well within the institution. Since 2015, the total number of democracies has shrunk from 104 to 98. That number is according to the International Institute for Democracy and Electoral Assistance. Freedom House's latest assessment of democracy worldwide documented 15 years of decline. The White House calls the trend a, quote, global democratic recession. For what it's worth, the summit's host is in the midst of a democratic crisis. The IDEA ranked the U.S. as a backsliding democracy for the first time in its annual report. Freedom House recently said of the United States, quote, in recent years, the democratic institutions have suffered erosion. You can catch a link to the event and our analysis of some key sessions and the event itself in today's playbook. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 8 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will deliver opening remarks at the Virtual Summit for Democracy. At 10 a.m., the President, First Lady Jill Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff will attend the Congressional Tribute Ceremony for Bob Dole, where Biden will deliver remarks. At 12.30, Biden will hold a call with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky to discuss the Russian military presence on the Ukrainian border. At 1.25, Vice President Kamala Harris will deliver remarks at the Summit for Democracy. At 1.45, Biden will hold a call with the leaders of the Bucharest 9 group of eastern flank NATO allies to brief them on his call with Russian President Vladimir Putin. And at 3.30, Biden and Harris will meet with the White House COVID-19 response team. Press Secretary Jinsaki will brief at 1.30. The Senate is in today. The House will meet at 10 a.m. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter at politico.com slash playbook. 
Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghumanaval and have a great Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. The United States has the highest maternal death rate of any developed nation, and racial disparities are a key factor. That's why Blue Cross and Blue Shield companies are confronting this crisis. They've launched a multi-year nationwide health equity strategy, starting with a goal to reduce racial disparities in maternal health, building a more equitable system for the health of America.